Okay, everybody wants good love, that's true, I know Derrick Jones about to break it down with the relationship gumbo Welcome to the podcast, ain't no doubt we all need this Ay, Cause better relationships need better ingredients Ay, So if you want better relations, it's about communication Finding love, staying together, we all wanna make it better Yeah, Derrick Jones the host, your relationship coach Thank you all for tuning in, relationship gumbo And welcome to another episode of the Relationship Gumbo Podcast. My name is Derek Jones, and I am your host. I'm a certified life coach, an engineer, a strategist, and a mental health advocate. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, May is still, even though we're coming close to the to the middle and the end of it, it's still Mental Health Awareness Month. And this episode is directly going to relate to some things that we deal with with our mental health that some of you may or may not realize how much it really affects your life. We're talking about being in survival mode, living your life in survival mode. And what does that really mean? Um, I really had to swallow like my pride on this one because I think I've I've lived in this mode for a long part of my life, just trying to make it work. So what we're going to do first is we're going to kind of give a definition to it just in case you're not sure what it is. Like sometimes we hear the word survival. We know what survive means, the word. But you're going to hear some things tonight that's going to resonate with you. And if it doesn't resonate with you at all, it's going to resonate with somebody you know. I guarantee it 2,000%. So tonight, I normally just shoot from the hip, but I do have some notes tonight because I want to make sure you guys really get the impact of how serious this is, okay? Um, so survival mode. Let's define it. And we're just going to use regular terms, but I want you guys to understand. So survival mode is when, and I'm just going to read it from the definition I have, when you are just doing enough, just enough to keep going every day. Sound familiar? When you are barely coping, if that. When you are just existing in life. Hamster wheel, going through the same stuff over and over again, but you're not really going anywhere. Sound familiar? All your energy is diverting into fighting fires that constantly flare up. Everything's a problem every day, right? You got to hurry up and fix it, fix it, fix it. And then you breathe and then something else happens. Can't catch a break. You're just living every day to exist and survive because you don't know what's going to happen next. There's a little, if any energy, left to engage in positive, fulfilling, soul-enriching activities leading to learning, growth, and forward momentum. So here's a visual for you, right? Imagine having a bucket, but that bucket has a bunch of holes in it. And it's your job to keep the bucket full. So you keep pouring water in it. And what happens is the water starts to come out the holes. So what do you have to do? You got to keep pouring and keep pouring and keep pouring. But guess what? The bucket will never get full. You'll never really get to what you think is the goal. And instead of you figuring out that this bucket don't work for you, you feel like you feel compelled to keep trying and keep doing the same thing over and over again, knowing that the bucket isn't getting full. But you're hoping one day you can finally get to the end point so you can move away from it. But it never happens. Right. It's repetitive behavior that doesn't go anywhere. Right. 
And if you don't keep pouring in the bucket, you feel like all hope is lost. So you have to do it to survive. Catch that. So I need for you guys to think about and ask yourself the question. Am I living my life in survival mode? And if you are, how long has it been? How long have you just been surviving? Does it have an end to it? Do you have a plan? So we're going to talk about some of the symptoms of things that possibly could you could be doing that would classify you being in survival mode. Because sometimes, you know, you hear these definitions. You say, oh, man, I'm a little bit of that, but that ain't me. So I'm going to give you some, some examples of what it looks like when someone is in survival mode. So first one is, it's a big one right here, right? I got the passport, the stamps, and all that stuff for this one. Lack of focus. And I repeat, lack of focus. And I'll give you the little blurb. Things might seem foggy or hard to concentrate. You may have trouble finishing one activity in a focused manner or in the way you usually can, right? You, 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 you're in survival mode, so it's not really yourself. It's like, it's like a, a, a triggered kind of stressed version of yourself. Anxiety. Um, and we'll talk about the anxiety and the stress in a minute. You have focused all your energy on the next 24 hours. You are, you are unable to even think about the next day, never mind next week. Let me tell you guys something about this, right? When, when you are living in survival mode, and I used to say this all the time in the past, right? I used to always, like, when people would be like, are you available next Wednesday? And I would be like, I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow. I'm just trying to get through the next 24 hours. I used to say this, like, personally, I used to say this all the time. And I didn't realize that that was me being in survival mode. Because in my mind, I just assumed that something bad was going to happen. And I had to push people away to make room for me to handle the next fire. Right? I'm predicting a fire that hasn't happened yet. Catch that. Like this, this, this topic right here, <laughs> I know this like I know myself. It's not healthy, Guys, that's why we're talking about it today. It's not healthy to get and stay in survival mode. When you don't have focus, what can you really do? Right? Um, and I just talked, I just mentioned this. So I'm a, the second one is you push others away without thinking because you don't have time or energy to deal with them. How many people have pushed people away? Because you feel like you don't even have time to go do anything or to help anybody else because you're so focused on stressing out over what you got to do. We so busy. We got to keep finishing this thing. And then the next day it's another thing. And you, you kind of let life pass you by. Cause you're so stressed about trying to fix and do and cater to and do all this other kind of stuff that you lose sight of, of what's going on right now in your face. Cause you're just surviving mentally and sometimes you know people get in survival mode when they broke right you're not used to being broke so then you kind of get a little 
kind of get a little anxiety and scurry around and try to figure out how to make more money, how to supplement your income. And then that becomes the thing that rules your 24 hours and you're just spinning. You're not growing. You're not making accomplishments. You keep pouring water in the bucket with the holes in it. So you're spending all that time, but you're really not making more money. So it doesn't really have an end. So think about that. Are you living in survival mode? And the next thing is changes in your memory. You may have a hard time remembering situations or things that happen throughout the day. If a partner asks you how your day was, you may honestly not really know. So this lends itself to things like stress and how it affects our body, how it affects our brain. Memory loss? Because you're stressed out? Because you're in survival mode? It's a real thing. And if that is the price that you pay for being in survival mode, are you really surviving? Think about it. That's a huge price to pay to affect your health like that, to affect your memory. So here's the next thing, right? It all goes together. The next thing is fatigue. You may feel more tired in your body and your mind. You physically fatigued every day because you just keep running yourself ragged trying to survive. What is it doing to your body and your mind? How's it affecting you? But in your mind, you think you got to do this. It's going to get you to an end so that you can get to the happy place. But it's been six months. It's been two weeks. It's been however long. You sleepy and tired as hell. And you don't understand why. I told you guys, I got the receipts on this. You can literally sleep for seven or eight hours, wake up, go to work and feel like you got to go back to sleep. And a lot of the things that, that are byproducts of this sometimes can be stress, anxiety, depression. Do we even want to live there if we could choose to do something else? Because you could be in a stressful moment. You can have a traumatic event happen, like something financially or family or whatever. And then you get into that fight or flight response. That's where survival mode comes from. You feel like you got to fight your way to get to a place. To get to a better place. To try to solve these problems now and hurry and get, get it done. And hopefully you'll get out of it. But it doesn't keep you in a happy place. So when you are fatigued in that way and it doesn't feel right, you got to raise a flag and say, this isn't, something's not right. And then you got to look at how you're behaving throughout the day. What does your life look like? And how could that possibly contribute? Because this is the thing that I didn't realize. All of the fatigue that you feel in your mind, we think maybe we're not, sleeping enough or maybe we're not eating right or whatever this thing right here your mind 
controls everything. It took me a long time to figure that out. It controls everything. So if you extra tired and you don't know why, look at how stressed out you might be. Might be depressed. Who knows? And here's the disclaimer. I'm not a mental health professional. However, you may need to go talk to somebody about it to try to get yourself out of that rut. It's about retraining your brain, right? And the next thing that the um, that I wanted to list here is um, you're emotionally reactive, right? And what that means is you find yourself being more upset about things that you wouldn't normally react to. That can be a sign of having a survival brain. Perhaps you're snippier or grumpier or cry more easily. Anybody know anything about that? You snapping on folks because you're in survival mode. And they're looking at you like, oh, what? whoa. Because you're stressed out. You're doing too much. <laughs> Got to sit down sometimes and, 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 and take a break. It's a me time. People, here's the thing, right? I don't even need to read this really to talk about this. People who live in survival mode, you'll find that these people very rarely make time for themselves. Right? It's a couple of things I'm going to talk about in a minute that's going to that's gonna really ring true um, about this, right? Here's another big one. And these are some of the things, like even if it's not you, that you can notice in others, right? Here's another big one. Forgetting to care for basic needs. I'm going to say it again. You forget to care about your basic needs because you are so worried about surviving. And so what that means is you have tr if you having trouble just even waking up to brush your teeth, exercising or even washing your face, changing the sheets on your bed. Sheets been on there for like forever, forever, ever. <laughs> and you don't see anything wrong because you're going through the survival mode. I ain't worrying about that. I got to worry about making sure this is done. Everything's urgent when you're in survival mode. And the other thing that, that I wrote down was you don't eat properly sometimes. Sleep is a foreign concept, right? The other part of it is, you know how sometimes you'll have these people talking about team no sleep. I got to hurry up and get it done. Sleep deprivation is not healthy either. Your stress level is so high, you feel like you will snap at any moment. Super high stress, worried about everything all the time. At the expense of what's happening right in front of your face, right? Imagine being in this mode and having to be a parent. Imagine being in this mode and having to show up for work and smile every day. Um, it's hard. However, you don't have to stay in it. You don't have to stay in it. I'm going to say it again. You don't have to stay in it. So I'm going to read off a couple more of these things, and then we're going to talk about some things you can do to get on the other side of it. 
One of the last things I have here is you're more impulsive. You might spend excessively, eat more, or engage in activity you might not normally engage in. Right? We can have we can put a big list of what that could be. Sometimes it might be drinking. We talk about spending excessively, excessively, right? We got Amazon now. You can just. But it's not your normal behavior. It's behavior that you're doing when you're in a stress mode and survival mode, eating, eating more than normal. You gaining weight. Why you feeling like this? You stressed out trying to figure it out day by day, 24 hours. You don't even know what's going on tomorrow. You're just trying to get through today. If I can just get through today, maybe tomorrow will be better. And then it's a self-fulfilling prophecy when you keep worrying about it and thinking something bad's going to happen. Boom, something happened. Now I got to hurry up and fix this. Survival mode ain't sexy. We got we to gotta retrain our brains to try to cope with these things better because it's not healthy. Survival mode, I'm going to just give you like these three little points about survival mode. Survival mode makes you selfish. Right. And sometimes we say sometimes we need to be selfish, but in this case, it's not healthy. Sometimes survival mode makes you ungrateful. About what you have, because you're worrying so much about what you don't have and you scurrying around that you forget to be mindful about the things that are around you that you do. A lot of us get caught into this. And I need for you guys to take this seriously. Um, that one right there, ungrateful, you got it. You really have to really think about being thankful for what you have. I cannot stress that enough. And the last one here, survival mode makes you compare yourself to others. I'm going to say that one again. Survival mode makes you compare yourself to others. Social media. You're looking at other people's lives and you're creating a survival mode because you want to keep up with the, well, Joneses. <laughs> Not this Jones, though. It may be one day, but you got trying to keep up with, with the people you see in your life. And, and, and here's something that a lot of us say that kind of makes us get a little depressed. And str- I, I'm a certain age and I. I'm not where I thought I would be at this point in my life. So now I'm going to have to hyper focus on how to fix it today. You don't make a plan. You scurry and try to figure it out because you keep seeing people going on vacations. and, And oh, my God, I'm not doing what they're doing. To the point where you just get in a perpetual state of being stressed and depressed and anxiety. And oh, my God, oh, my God. And then what happens is to go back up to the other point. Sometimes when you see those other people, you do impulsive things like buying more stuff than you should because you want to be like them. I need for y'all to. (laughs) I I need for y'all to um, to feel that. Because people do it all the time. At the expense of their household, at the expense of their kids, they got to, you know, by this thing because they saw somebody else with it and they got anxiety over it, right? So on the other side of survival mode 
is what they call thriving or thrival mode where your brain does something different, right? You got to gotta start taking steps to move into that direction, right? First thing is, is be gentle and kind to yourself. You're not doing anything wrong. You're doing enough. You are not failing because remember, when you fail, it's a lesson. It's not the end of the world. You're having a physiological experience to stress and trauma. It's normal and it's temporary. It's temporary unless you make it last long term. Because the way that this works is if something goes wrong in your life, you have to be optimistic that you'll get past it. You have to be optimistic that there's another way to get to the goal. If you don't, you will be depressed. Your mind and your body will react. You will feel more tired. You will feel more anxiety because gloom and doom, right? If you think gloom and doom, the, 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 the universe listens to that. Right? We talk about this on the show about relationships and dating all the time. If you tell me, if you keep saying there's no such thing as a good man or a good woman, the universe listens to you and then you end up getting the thing that you were talking about. So it's like an affirmation that you say, ain't nobody good. No, there's no good man. There's no good. When you keep saying it, you, you're willing it. <laughs> you have the power to, to change the narrative of your life just by making a decision in your mind. Because remember I said at the top of the show, that brain of yours controls everything. That brain can make you sick. That brain can make you happy. It's just about how you start to look at life, right? The next one is move your body in a way that feels good. Trauma disrupts your body's natural equilibrium, keeping you in a state of hyper arousal and fear. When you, you, you ever, y'all know what it feels like to be afraid and how your body just be tingling and you kind of look a little, that's survival mode. When you like that, your body isn't relaxed. And, and what it says here is exercise can be a great way to release energy, endorphins, shake up your physical experience if you have been feeling stuck. Make sure it's something that you enjoy. And some of y'all don't even know what y'all enjoy. So you're going to have to try some things to figure it out. But if you don't start, you'll never get there. And you're just living in that mental hamster wheel. You have the power to change the narrative. Even if you feel like life is gloom and doom, you have to make a decision to try to do something different to get a different result. The next thing here, which is probably one of the most important things, especially if you're in the gloom and doom survival mode, reach out for support. Don't be afraid to ask somebody for help. Do not be afraid to admit that you don't know everything. It says we are social creatures. We need our people. Call a friend. FaceTime somebody. Take a walk with a partner. I shout this from the rooftops. And people, you got to get this. We are social creatures. We're supposed to connect to each other. And I know that people don't give a damn about each other these days. But you got to try. 
There's therapists out here, counselors out here, coaches out here. Even if you don't have a friend, there's people out here that are professionals at helping you get through your ruts of being stuck. It's one of the reasons why I chose to be a coach because I know exactly what it feels like. I know what it feels like to be stuck. I know what it feels like to come out of being stuck and get stuck again and come out of it and get stuck again. But guess what? I always come out of it, though. Because you have to think that there's something better on the other end. And sometimes it's taken me months and months to get out of it. And while you're in it, it feels like, what the hell am I going through? But you got to constantly train yourself to say, there's got to be something better on the other side of this. And the more you say it, and the more you do the actions, you can change the narrative. One of the last things here says, practice grounding techniques. When we're in a state of anxiety and overwhelm, it's hard to calm down. Sometimes no matter how hard you try to force yourself, your body's still reacting like there's danger. That flight or fight response, that fear response. Your body just feels a certain way. It's super tired and you don't know why. You don't get it. It all comes from a place. Take deep, slow breaths, even for just 60 seconds. Notice your surroundings. What three things do you see? What two things do you hear? What's one thing that you can smell? Connecting what's physically in front of you is powerful to bring your back brain back to a baseline, right? Equilibrium. It's one of those things that we don't think about being mindful of what's around you. We have trees and geese and ducks and birds and cars going by and kids playing. And we don't give a damn because we got tunnel vision about whatever this fire we got to put out. We got tunnel vision about the fires. We got tunnel vision about the stress. And that's all we care about. At the expense of everything around us. We're not mindful of what our kids are going through. We're not mindful about our parents or our co-worker. We just want to get through today. That's survival mode. If I can just get through today. Then maybe tomorrow will be better. But I can't even sleep because I'm stressed out. And then I got to wake up tomorrow tired and go back in and go to work or go deal. With, oh, now here goes something else. I just can't make it. I don't know what to do. Survival mode. Right? I'm going to reiterate. Hey, Derek, what you doing next uh, on the 25th of the month? Man, I'm just trying to get through the day. I don't even know. I can't even call it. Survival mode. Because you're anticipating that your day is going to be worse. Something's going to happen. I can't even tell you what's going to happen next week because I don't even know what I'm going to have to get go through this weekend. You're creating a narrative. It's an energy that you're putting out in the universe. It's now your mantra. I can't, I don't, I can't call, I don't even know what's going to happen. Sounds like depression, right? Sounds like stress. Sounds like anxiety. Sounds like fear. Not healthy. And this last one here 
the irony in me picking this, right? Here's the irony. When I read this last one, it's technically going to segue into what we're going to talk about next week, right? So if you're looking for ways to cope with this, if you're looking for ways to help you calm down, I got something special coming for you next week. But I'm going to talk to you about that in a second. The last one is prioritize self-care basics. Get enough sleep. Eat enough. Put on new clothes in the morning. How many people in COVID don't even know what that means, right? (laughs) Some people, the next day, you'd be like, man, all I got to do is get on Zoom, right? Find things you enjoy and make sure you do them, even if it's a 20-minute Netflix show. You know when you're in survival mode, you don't even make time to even watch a 30-minute episode of a show. Because it's always something you got to do. Do you have to do it? Or are you forcing yourself to do it out of a response because you think something's going to happen if you don't? Survival mode. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to start thriving. And the survival mode will happen. The key is to not stay there. When you stay there, that's when it becomes unhealthy. And an unhealthy version of you doesn't just affect you. It affects your environment. Affects and infects your environment. A long time ago, I don't even know how long ago or what episode it was, but it but I had an episode talking about how your energy Affects other people almost kind of like a vampire. It's like you biting another person with your with the negative energy and then they get it. What if that other person is your five-year-old kid? What if it's your elderly grandmother? What if it's your boss at work? You can make a decision to do better, but you got to want to do it. And here's the caveat to this. Let's say you see your survival mode and whatever you're going through as this big thing. You don't have to tackle the big thing. Tackle little pieces until you get to fixing the big thing. Got to retrain your brain. Next week, we have a show specifically catered to self-care. I have three young ladies coming on. One of them is a licensed counselor. We're going to get it in. And we're going to figure out ways how to cope with these type of things. So I'm not going to leave you hanging on that. I want you guys to get better and do better. I'm on this journey with y'all, right? Anybody is an entrepreneur or growing a business, you're going to get into survival mode sometimes. You're going to get into that anxiety mode of, is it going to work? What if what I do doesn't work? Let me do some extra stuff over here to make sure that it, that it comes off the right way. And then if it doesn't, then you go back in the scurry. Okay, I got to do it another way. And you consistently doing that, you're not going to sleep, right? Because even when you're laying in the bed, your brain is thinking about the what, what ifs. So even though you laid in the bed, when you wake up, you're still tired. How the hell am I still tired? I was in the bed all night. The brain didn't stop moving. 
Because you got anxiety, you have anxiety and you're worried about this stuff so much. And then when you wake up, it's like, oh God, I gotta, let me go hurry up. You gotta take some time to breathe. My wife always tells me now, like even with this COVID and I'm, I'm, I'm doing relationship gumbo, I'm doing a full-time job. And she's like, you need to go outside and get some fresh air. Sometimes we got to have people to kind of shake us sometimes. Sometimes we got to shake ourselves. Going outside detaches me from the thing that I'm, my brain is all over here. When I go outside, I then can detach from it and be mindful about my environment. And guess what happens? As a byproduct of me leaving the house. I feel better when I come back <laughs> because I had a chance to detach. Dope discussions with Erica on, uh, well, I was, <laughs> I was trying, we're all on YouTube now. She says she don't sleep right. It can happen two ways. You can sleep through the night or you can have a, a sleep, you know, insomnia and all that stuff. Sometimes it's related to all of this. That overactive brain. So if you're on the replay, make sure you pay attention. If you if you if you're on here now, go back and, and rewind and do whatever you gotta do and go and listen to all the stuff I said. Most of us have been here. A lot of us are still there and don't know how to get out. You feel like you trapped in a box. It doesn't mean that the box will never exist, but you can choose to have different coping mechanisms to deal with the box. That's the key. The reason why we stay in the box is because we think that we have to delete the box. Troubles, fires, different things you got to handle is going to happen all the time. But how do you manage yourself when you react to it? That's the key here. The self-care, the managing your peace allows you to deal with it differently. That's the key. It's not about not having issues. It's about how you deal with the issues so you don't have to be in survival mode. So you're not living 24 hours at a time and not even knowing and being able to plan things for yourself. Remember I said people who live in survival mode very rarely have time for themselves because they make it about everything else. Guilty is charged. We got to get out of that. Because you want to make, you know, we talk about eating better and sometimes we flip flop and all that. That brain health is way, way more. It controls everything. We don't look at survival mode as mental health, whatever. But it's still mentally up here. It's meant your mental health is important. And next week, I got professionals coming on. I got people coming on to talk about it. That have found ways to cope. That have found ways to, to care better for themselves. And we're going to talk it out. So make sure you come back next week. I'm about to wrap this up. And I want you guys to really think about this. Because this is a very big part of our lives. I have been guilty of this for a very big part of my life. And I still battle with it sometimes because I feel like I always got to figure it out. 
It's a byproduct of having this super analytical brain of mine. But sometimes I even sometimes have to be told. That's why part of this thing is said, you know, reach out for support. Have somebody to be accountable to. I literally just talked to someone today, another guy that I met on social media and we had a really long talk and I was like, we got to keep checking on each other. We have to keep checking on each other and making sure each other is good. And when you don't hear from me, I want you to find me. <laughs> and he was like, you're right. He was like, we need to be accountability. We need to be accountable to each other because if we don't, we don't connect with people and we think it's just life is just all about us. How do we grow? That's the nugget I'm going to leave you with. You can't always do it alone. And sometimes some of the tasks you have, you might have to outsource. You might have to pay somebody a little money to do something, to take a task to offload, but that money is worth your peace of mind. That's why you see up, if you're, if you're on the video, that pillow that's at the top, peace of mind over everything. I'm always going to champion that. And I need for you guys to really, really go back and listen to this. And think about how you are living your days every day. And is it erratic? Does it have focus? You're just spinning your wheels. You don't know which way is up. Let me tell you what it look. Let me, personal story. Real quick. Then I'm going to get off of here. Like two minutes, literally. People that are in business will really resonate with this, right? People who are, uh, create social media content, you'll resonate with this. In a perfect world, you could sit down one day. And create a whole bunch of content and just have it queued up for the rest of the week or next two weeks or the next month, right? That way it opens up the rest of your days to where you don't have to focus on that, right? But sometimes what we do is we'll wait till the day of and then be like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta do like four posts today. Let me hurry up and create them. And then the next day you're like, oh dang, I don't have enough. I, I need to do. You didn't plan any, you're, it's erratic. It's not thought out. It's not planned. You're in survival mode. <laughs> but you can make a decision to figure it out. And sometimes you may have to talk to somebody to, to be accountable to so that you can get it done. Sometimes you have to outsource it. Sometimes you just got to take a breath Take a few days off, come back, plan it out. But if you never detach from it, you're always going to be in a perpetual state of scurrying around. You're no good to anyone if you're in that state of mind. Overthinking, ruminating, I don't know, that's not healthy. I do it every day. <laughs> and a lot of times things come out amazing. But what if you took the time to plan it out? So that you can breathe, so that you can be mindful of the things around you and the people around you. That's where you want to be in life. So think about that. I'm going to wrap this up. I want you guys to be better, make better decisions, do better. Like I said, next week we got the self-care show. Please come back for that. Bring your questions. Bring your comments. 
come back and really soak that information up because it's a lot of us that's not taking care of ourselves the way we should. Pay attention when you replay this show of all of the symptoms of what it looks like to be in survival mode and put yourself in those shoes. If it's your wife, if it's your kid, you got to really, really, really look at the behavior because the words are going to say I'm good. I'm straight. The behavior looks totally different. Um, Balancing Act Radio Show says, man, listen, I walked in on a great part. That's why I have to plan out things. Otherwise, I'll be mad erratic. Yeah, that erratic. And you know this. And you know this, um, AJ Throwback, right? You, when you're in that erratic mind, nothing goes right. Nothing goes right. You snap on folks. You ain't even a snapping type of person. You like, man, I got, let me, I got to hurry up and do this. It's not, it's not cute. <laughs> it's human, but it's not cute. It doesn't do anything for you really. So think about that. I want y'all to have a good night. Have a good rest of your week. Yeah. Dope discussion says if you're experiencing anxiety, you're in survival mode. Yeah. So I want y'all to have a good night. I want y'all to take care of each other. But even more so, first of all, take care of you first. Once you get yourself at a point where you can really like focus on what you need to really prioritize, look at the people around you. And you may see some of this stuff happening right before your eyes and you didn't know what to call it. Survival mode. Right? We're talking about this whole COVID thing for this past year. Money, things that people, you know, that used to have it. Just to take a think real quick. Imagine somebody who's used to being able to, to at least make ends meet and then you take away their job. Now they got to, I don't know what that, I, survival mode. If people been in survival mode for a whole year, what do you think that does to your brain? I need for y'all to really like, if we are not shepherds over the people we love, the people that surround us, even our, if we're not good shepherds over ourselves, how do we how do we exist in this thing? That's why every time I connect with people, I try my best to keep the keep the keep the connectivity because we supposed to be we supposed to do this thing as a unit. We supposed to be unifying so that we can help each other get through this stuff. So, <laughs> sermon over. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to I want I know this thing has some serious tones, but we gotta get serious sometimes because a lot of this stuff we be going through the same stuff and we don't think other people go through it like us. We do. We do. So I want y'all to have a great evening. I want y'all to have a great week. I want y'all to check on y'all folks. Be safe. Be, you know. And if y'all out here this weekend, you know, it's the whole mask on, off, whatever you got. For, I'm going to tell you this, right? Real talk. Here's a funny, not funny. I don't give a damn if you wear the mask or not. Don't breathe in my face. Even if we didn't have COVID. Get out my face. So anyway, I'm going to let y'all go. Y'all have a great night. And as usual, go to relationshipgumbo.info. Get all your information. We got some stuff. I'm still working on things. We going to get it together. Relationshipgumbo.info. Let's collaborate. Um, Instagram, if you go to that website, follow me on Instagram. We have some fun times on there. I go live and we just, we chop it up. 
Um, and, and it's fun. We have some some uh, some amazing conversations that happen there. And I just do that when I have time. I just pop up and we go. So if you want to get those notifications, please connect to me on Instagram. It's relationship underscore gumbo on, on Instagram, just in case you just want to type it in. Relationship underscore gumbo. And let's get it in. Um, yeah, that's it. Y'all have a great night. Stay safe and love each other. Okay, everybody wants good love. That's true, I know. Derrick Jones about to break it down with the relationship gumbo. Welcome to the podcast. Ain't no doubt we all need this. Hey, cause better relationships need better ingredients. Hey, so if you want better relations, it's about communication, finding love, staying together. We all wanna make it better. Yeah, Derrick Jones, the host, your relationship coach. Thank you all for tuning in. Relationship gumbo.